0: Hello. Welcome to Lights Carry Action. I'm Carrie Morrison, your film buff friend, and I'm here to give you brief and spoiler-free reviews so you don't have to do any research. So sit on down and grab a cup of tea and let's get to it. I am so excited because tonight I'm going to see my first ever drag show. I'm so excited. I'm planning on going with my friend Sorrel, aka Simon Sins, and we're going to drag it up. It's going to be so much fun. But anyway, that's not really relevant to this week's theme so this week's theme is home so all the films that we're discussing is about to do with a home and identity and where you feel like you belong in life and all of these themes are explored in these films in some shape or form so with that being said let's get on to the first film of the week what does sueñito mean sueñito it means little drink that's it no story all right all right everybody sit down sit down yeah! it's a story of a block that was disappearing the first film we are looking at is in the heights directed by john m chu created for broadway by lin-manuel miranda all the music and lyrics and book but it was adapted for screen by guayara alegria Udez. it stars anthony ramos who is from Hamilton fame and a, a frequent collaborator of Le manuel Miranda actually he stars as Uznavi, who is the owner of a bodega which is if we're thinking of equivalency of UK terms a corner shop uh, I would say and he's procured the ownership of his dad's home in Dominican Republic and he doesn't know whether to go there or stay in Washington Heights you also have vanessa who has dreams of being a fashion designer but is facing hardship and trying to secure her own place downtown and you also have nina who dropped out of college one of the reasons being she had a lack of funds there's no shortcuts sometimes it's rough it yeah, street like choking on the heat They're talking about kicking out all the dreamers. But every day is different, so it's time to make some noise. We had to assert our dignity in small ways. Shh. Just listen. little details that tell the world we are not invisible. So this is obviously based on a musical meant to be the big blockbuster of the year. I saw a production of this a few years ago. I can't remember where it was, but it was near King's Cross and big West End production. People were so excited about it. And there are some significant changes between the original musical and the film version. But I think what the film version really craftly done was find moments and find new scenes and new ways to explore characters to make them more in depth in film that wouldn't really translate very well in a musical but definitely would need it in a film adaptation because there are people out there who are very religious about like if you're going to make a musical film you need to have the exact same thing and that's just not how it works. Musical theatre is a very different storytelling medium to films. That's just always been the case and that's why we've been disappointed with so many musical film adaptations over the years. This one very much captured the heart and the spirit of the original musical but translated the characters and stories so well within a film context that I thought was really great. This film has had criticism over representation of Afro-Latinx Americans and I agree with that to some extent because a lot of the background dancers are maybe Afro-Latinx but none of the main characters are. You can argue maybe Corey Hawkins as Benny is one of them but also I feel like one token actor who's not the same race as everyone else is a little bit iffy to me. And there's discourse online about various other things, but for me personally, I loved it so much. I had such a wonderful time. And there was a point where it hit a nerve that I didn't expect it to hit, so I did get very emotional watching it. John M. Chu's adaptation, he previously directed Crazy Rich Asians. And you can tell he really appreciates the medium of musical theatre and understood the importance of capturing choreography correctly, having the visuals to add to the theatricality of the music. There really was a deep understanding of why In the Heights is so important in terms of representation and people online, of course, are going to have their concerns about the story. But I think all in all, it is a beautiful, fun and heartfelt story that people will universally enjoy now let's get on to our second film of the week and this one is a bit more subdued i would say we built these ships dredged these canals in the san francisco they never knew existed Is our home. You two stick together. The second film we are looking at is The Last Black Man in San Francisco, directed by Joe Talbot and written by Joe Talbot, Jimmy fails and Rob Richard. It's not as Jimmy Fales as jimmy fails so either maybe a fictionalization of himself or just playing himself and bi-weekly he goes to visit this victorian house his grandfather built in the 1940s and finally the owners move out but it's just not been bought it's left empty and so he decides to take ownership of it and alongside him and his friend montgomery there's a deep sense of feeling an, an identity with this house and The way his childhood and his past correlate with the idea of claiming it as his home. Who should be here? Who should be here more? Some millionaire? If you leave, it's not your loss. It's San Francisco. I don't know how much longer we can keep doing this, but I'm not leaving. I'm the last one left I'm with you, so this was really lovely it was really bittersweet story and I really liked the style it was going with it reminded me because a lot of the cinematography is very centralized a lot of the people I would argue in their most quiet conversations it's very plain a lot of delivery and a lot of the cinematography really reminded me of Wes Anderson. But I know Wes Anderson isn't the first person ever to revolutionise the concept of subdued acting. Like, well, actually, it almost reminds me of a Brechtian style. And if people if people don't know about Brecht, a very key thing about Brecht, he was a theatre practitioner from Germany, I believe. But he was very politically aimed theater practitioner and was very much about not a lot of emotion in theater the the whole thing about theater is to execute political intentions and i think this is called back in some aspect to the last black man in san francisco because everything is so quiet and so intimate you can't help but think of the socio-economic politics surrounding it and i found that really impactful I feel like a slow burner has slowly become an insult over like the past couple years because when people say a film is boring, they just call it a slow burner. I wouldn't say that is the case for this. I think it is definitely one that is very emotionally impactful within the last maybe 15 minutes and the payoff really works. I will say I love Jonathan Majors as Montgomery. I definitely felt he was going for Montgomery is autistic because my auditory dart was was blaring off. It was it was like a police siren on a way to a murder scene. It was just so apparent to me. That character really felt was the emotional grounding of the film compared with Jimmy Fails very fiercely stubborn but also fairly introverted and the way those two characters blended together was just so beautiful but there are points in this film where i laughed because of jonathan major's characterization of montgomery that i felt was really lovely all in all i thought this film was as i said really bittersweet that is really emotionally impactful and yet you feel throughout there isn't that much emotional grounding but you really feel through the politics the impact of the emotional payoff hits you even more. Now we're going to our last film of the week. This is a sort of documentary baptism kind of thing. I'll explain it in a second. Nurse. Third trimester. The last film we're looking at this week is Black Mother, released in 2018, directed by Khalik Allah. So this is a documentary through Jamaica and Khalik Allah basically takes all these portraits of the communities in Jamaica and the spirituality and their societal relationships with each other with this very loose threaded arc of a Jamaican black mother going through the trimesters and uh, getting ready to bring a new life into this community. Come, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Come, keep pushing. Don't stop. Don't stop. Come on. Keep pushing. Uh, no, 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 just no, like, no, no, like Chucky. Okay. Roo-hoo! Right. the road? Rugo! Rugo! roo My name is God, I mean. Oh, you're looking good, baby so i haven't seen anything like black mother before ever i don't think and the way they use the testimonies like the only form of dialogue or any verbal communication in the film it's almost less used as storytelling and more as a use of a soundscape as Kalikala took these really beautiful portraits of all these different people in jamaica And you hear, as you see the footage through different streets and statues and different figureheads in the community, you realise the rich history and deep spirituality Jamaican people have, which was really insightful and really beautiful. And you can tell there was such a sensitivity and an earnestness to the delivery of the overall film that it felt genuine and really connected with you in that sense. I will say it's not really the kind of film that I would be interested in. It didn't really keep me mentally engaged with it throughout. So I was trying to follow it. But a lot of the times my brain switched off because I didn't feel it was grabbing me enough, which is probably more a stylistic choice that doesn't suit me rather than it being a bad choice overall, if that makes sense if you are interested in learning more about jamaican culture and getting to know people that are really that have really different experiences than your own i would recommend this but personally it just wasn't it for me now those are all the films i watched this week and i will go with in the heights this week it was so much fun and yet so heartfelt that i just want people to go see it whilst it's in cinemas it completely deserves it but that is everything for this week. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It would be immensely appreciated. There's also a Patreon for this show. It's only £1 a month. So if you fancy supporting the show, the link to that is in the show notes. And you can catch up on anything related to the podcast at Lights Carry Action on Instagram and on my Twitter at Jomo. But that is everything for this week. Take care and stay safe.